The following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State Athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. How we doing, everybody? Yesterday, an extremely tough day. Are we hanging in there? Latest details on uh, the shooting yesterday in Kansas City will be coming up here in a few moments. Welcome to the game. Mitch Fortner with Owen Burke. And our phone number is 785-537-1350. Um... Like I said, we'll get to these the, the newest details that we learned here in just a moment. Um, you know, yesterday was a really tough show. It really was. You know, to repeat what Dan Patrick said at the top of the uh, his show, you know, there is no script on doing a show like we did yesterday. That was a new experience for me. Like I said yesterday, I hope we never, ever, ever um, have to experience that ever again. Um. But here on today's show, we'll definitely get into a lot of sports, K-State stuff, uh, a K-State football Vegas over-under for win totals in 2024 has been set. Uh, We were going to do a giveaway yesterday. We're going to do two giveaways now today for K-State men's basketball tickets. We'll do a giveaway at 4.30 and at 5.30 for the game Saturday against TCU, which tips off at 11 a.m. So two tickets in our next segment Two tickets coming up at uh, at about 5.30. Want to get after some K-State baseball as well. They open up the season tomorrow against Cal. Um, and uh, the, 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 ro- the weekend rotation was announced. We are looking forward to that. Two of the three names, not surprised. The third name is, uh, is a newbie. So we'll learn uh, about that in our number two. Plus the latest on the EA Sports College Football video game that is coming out this summer. They put out a teaser earlier today. Usually those teasers don't tease me too much. Today I was teased. It got to you today. I was teased good. Yes. (laughs) Me too. I I wanted more. I agree with you. I'm kind of upset it came out this early because I just, I've wanted it since 2015 and I'm just left wanting more and more every time I hear about it. I still have my NCAA football 13 game for the Xbox 360 uh, ready to go in the Xbox in my bedroom. I usually don't use that Xbox for actual gaming, but it's uh, it's there when I have the itch. I don't blame you at all. I was not smart enough to get 14 or 13 for my PS3. Now, I'll tell you, I have gotten the itch bad enough a while back where I dug my PS2 out and tossed in NCAA 11 with Tim Tebow on the cover. Huh. <laughs> you got to have a real itch to get, dig out a game that's 10 plus years old. But. Back in those days, you ha- used to have to buy the new game every year mm-hmm. to get the newest rosters. Yep. Um, I always remembered when K-State would do upgrades to Bill Snyder Family Stadium. It would take a year to get it into the game, but you would get the updates to the stadium in the game. And I was always jazzed about that. That's yeah, it's a super cool part. But now with 4K games and you know, if you have like me, like an Xbox Series X, which is the the sharp new Xbox, where it looks really good on a 4K TV. 
I can't wait. I am stoked. I've got a PlayStation 5 myself, so we'll be enjoying some high-definition Bill Snyder Stadium when that game comes out. Um, But I did want to dedicate one segment to, again, what happened yesterday, which was really our whole show yesterday just about, um, about the shooting that took place after the the Chiefs parade, the Chiefs celebration of winning Super Bowl 58 at Union Station in downtown Kansas City. Earlier today, Kansas City Police Chief Stacy Graves had another press conference to update us on the numbers. Um, and we have posted an article at NewsRadioKman.com if you want to read more about what we're going to deliver. That does include quotes from people that were there in attendance, their eyewitness reports of them speaking to the media, the Associated Press, and again, that can be read at our website, newsradiokman.com. There's also direct links at our Facebook and Twitter pages. Uh, Police Chief Stacy Graves, she has had a very busy last day and a half. Uh, they're very early in the morning leading over 800 law enforcement officials to trying to protect and trying to keep this Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl celebration Keeping it in an orderly fashion. It's a tough gig when you have hundreds of thousands of people there. Some drinking, some having a good time. There were a couple of people arrested for disorderly conduct and things like that. There was actually, um, there was a gentleman, there was a video going around of a guy in kind of just all red clothes who was mistaken for on social media as one of the shooters because there was video that got out of him as Somebody put out the video and captioned it as one of the shooters getting arrested. No, it was just a guy that was apprehended because, you know, a little, little out of control. Maybe yeah. he had a little too much to drink. I don't know the whole story. Yeah, but he was, wasn't a shooter. Yeah, there was a video I saw today that Shay had showed me from like before, like when the, the they were everybody's still on stage. And that guy was uh, impaired pretty early on into all the things, which that happens at the parades. There's usually one or two people disorderly conduct getting a little too too loose but uh th- th- this this very sad story could not escape the sad uh, the uh, the the fake news department yeah um so there's a lot of that yesterday but we do know that uh, we we could obviously get the right information from police chief Stacy Graves who I thought has done a, a very solid job of these press conferences and earlier today confirming 22 people injured in the shooting. We got more information today about the ages of these people because Troy was doing a really good job yesterday of doing the research, keeping up with the information, which he's always, always scrolling Twitter. He is an he is an inner he is a uh, he's a information junkie. That's what I'm looking for. Turns out uh, those injured in the shooting ranged in ages between eight. And 47 years old. Half of those injured, and again, these aren't all shooting, you know, being shot type of injuries. Um, but half of those 22 were under the age of 16. It's and, insane. And we did hear yesterday there were nine children that did end up being shot. Um, and very unfortunate, we learned yesterday that. A woman was killed, and we we have learned the identity of this person. And it turns out she was in radio. She worked in Kansas City. 
She worked. Uh, she was the host of uh, Taste of Tejano, and her name, Lisa Lopez Galvin, known as Lisa G. Um, a lot of colleagues coming out today speaking about her, and a coworker even said, "quote She's the type of person that would jump in front of a bullet for anybody." I when I read that quote. I, I was I was struck pretty hard by that one. That, yeah, no, that, I, that, that was a heavy. That was a real heavy one. Yeah, yeah, it hit know? me in the back of the neck just now. Um, three people were detained. Two of them juveniles. As it was also reported by law enforcement that it does seem to be that this was not an act of terrorism. It was an act of an altercation gone wrong. An altercation that got out of control. Um, Firearms were recovered during the mayhem, uh, police said. Investigators are calling for witnesses, people with cell phone footage, and victims of the violence to call them at a dedicated hotline. Um, I don't want to speculate. A video was seen, obviously. It appeared that there was a certain type of weapon, but... Don't want to confirm or deny anything. It's just I, I from the law enforcement press conferences hadn't seen hadn't heard anything mentioned of a specific type of firearm. So um, can't really speak on that. Although there are sus- suspicions of a particular firearm used uh, in this in this shooting. Um, earlier today on Good Morning America, and we saw. I'm sure everybody now has seen the video of brave individuals tackling one of the alleged gunmen who was on the run. One of those individuals, his name is Trey Filter, and he's out of Wichita. And he was on Good Morning America earlier today to speak um, about that that whole thing. So here is Trey Filter earlier today on Good Morning America about catching the gunman. There was a lot of commotion. Um, I could definitely tell that, you know, someone was being chased. Uh, couldn't see much. Um, I heard that uh, get him. I saw a flash next to me. And um, I remember I jumped and remember thinking, I hope this is the food they were talking about. So. But uh, me and that gentleman got pretty, uh, uh, we were pretty elated once we knew we had him. Um, and they started yelling that there's a gun, there's a gun. Um, so we were pretty steadfast in holding him down there. And Trey's wife, Carrie, um, was the one seen in the video picking up the gun and, and moving away from the chaos that was taking place. And we had talked about it yesterday about, you know, I, I've never been in that situation. And, of course, I never hope I am. You never think it's going to happen to you. We, I remember when I was nine years old, we had an incident in Morganville where a, a gentleman had escaped from jail. And he posted up after escaping from jail in Morganville and basically an abandoned house that had no running water. It had no electricity. Um, and he, he was there for a long time without anybody finding out. Um, and then 
Turns out cops found out one day and there was a standoff for a long time. Right in the right in the middle of a small town. I mean, we're talking less than 200 people, Morganville, Kansas standoff. The entire town is watching. And then all of a sudden you hear pop, 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 just insane gunfight. It's, it's a firefight at that point. Sprang. It was just chaos all of a sudden. But when you hear gunshots and you don't know where they're coming from and people are moving in all different directions, they're not sure if it is gunshots, if it's fireworks, some people are running, some people are hitting the deck. It's, it's confusion. That's the way I picture it for a lot of people. It's confusion. You may not know what to do. You're worried. You need to make a decision. But it's like, what do I do in this situation? That man, Trey Filter, along with another one, made the split decision in the chaos to tackle this guy. So, to me, a very courageous thing to do. Uh, There's another clip from Trey on Good Morning America earlier today about what he told the gunman after he tackled him. We just made it very clear that he wasn't allowed to move. Um, He didn't have much to say. Um, uh, I remember the officers pulling my feet off of him. Um, And at that point, I was just looking for my wife and kids. You don't know what the gunman has on him. Um, If they're going to try to fight back. If they're, you know, are they stronger than you? Are they bigger than you? You know, it appeared, you know, what it sounded like was, you know, the gunman just kind of gave up. You know, maybe there was a little bit of a fight, but it given up at that point. And the, the actions these guys made was, was pretty heroic. And who knows if those guys didn't make that play, didn't make the tackle, where that person might be right now. Yeah, you talk about a possible standoff with police later on. More people caught in the crossfire with him trying to get away. So insanely courageous. And uh, DG said it yesterday. You'd like to think that you would be the guy in that situation to to be brave enough in there. But the unknown of that is the scariest part, right? You don't know what he has, how strong he is, if there's another gun. All these things that are unknown at the time. So in that moment to be the one to step in and and tackle that guy and take him to the ground and hold him until police could get there. Absolutely just one of the most courageous things I've I've ever witnessed in in a video like that. I think people forget that this is not the first time a postseason celebration championship has not been barred by gunfire in the last let me two two years? I mean maybe the last calendar year when the Nuggets won the NBA title, there was gunfire. Um, I believe it was in a – well, I don't remember where it was. I do believe also the Texas Rangers, who just won the World Series. Um, there was also gunfire parking lot that was pretty close to the parade. So that made – but you know, I I don't know the, the statistics around those, but obviously – they didn't have as much of his of an impact, I guess, because it didn't make the national news. I even forgot about it. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember hearing about that. Yeah, definitely were, the Rangers won. Yeah, both of those events, there was some sort of gunfire. That's crazy. That's but, insane. So 
we'll, we'll do our best. If anything else does come out about this story, we'll be make sure to update you if anything comes out live, if there's going to be another press conference. We're going to do our best to keep up with it. From now on, we're going to continue on with the show, and let's have some fun today. Let's have some fun. Um, you know, when we gave away KU tickets, I had a lot of fun playing that game. You know, the, the trivia game, this or that, true or false. Mm-hmm. Let's play K-State or TCU. Let's give a, away a pair of K-State men's basketball tickets after this break, after this timeout. You're listening to the game. Rigzotto.com presents Passport to Cabo, teaming up with News Radio KMAN to give away an all-expense pay trip to Cabo San Lucas. Eight days, seven nights, a two-bedroom beachfront condo at Villa La Valencia, plus a flight for two out of Manhattan Regional Airport. Guys, get signed up at Five Fleet Jewelers to become an instant finalist tomorrow. About 24 hours from now, we'll be drawing 10 instant finalists to become uh, that's. Much closer to winning a trip to Cabo San Lucas. That's from 4 to 5 tomorrow from Five Fleet Jewelers on the west side of town. And they got deals at Five Fleet Jewelers. They got 50 years in the game, Mitch. Yeah, they do. They got some great makeup Valentine's Day gifts over there. You know, you missed the big day yesterday. Where'd that? You're in the doghouse right now, and it's hurting. Get over there. Get over there. Throw some, a little bit. They get you a lot for a little over there. And then all of a sudden you're out of the doghouse and you're feeling good, baby. You know, good thing I missed uh, thing. Uh, you know, Valentine's Day. I I, I feel in the giving mood mood today. Ooh. And I'm looking right now at uh, two tickets to K State men's basketball against TCU on Saturday. Owen, we need a player. Yeah. So let's ring. Let's get those phone lines a ringing. 785-537-1350. First call Owen picks up is going to be a player. So get to calling right now. 785-537-1350. And if we don't get any calls, it's going to be DG playing. So Yeah! So, Nobody call. Nobody call. <laughs> Got to get him going. Yeah. What are we playing again, Mitch? What did you say the game was called? It is K-State. It's KSU versus TCU. So, again... First caller that Owen picks up is going to play. He's on the phone right now, guys. Oh, On the phone right now, Come getting on. our player for KSU versus TCU. And again, that's an 11 a.m. tip-off on Saturday. Pre-game at 10 here on News Radio KMA. And also starting tomorrow, we're going to have some uh, Manhattan High regional wrestling updates right here on K-Man starting at 11 a.m. Dude, right on top of it, dude. That, and they're already starting regional stuff for wrestling? Yeah, like, already there. Dude. Regionals this weekend, Friday, Saturday for Manhattan, and then state is now three days. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, girls and boys Ooh. at the same time will be uh, competing for state titles. Oh, boy. All right, so Owen looks like he has got our player – all right, we ready to go, Owen? All right, here we go. Come on down, Beth from Manhattan. Beth, are you ready to play KSU versus TCU? Sure. All right, Beth, well, here's how this works. You get three chances to get two correct answers, and two correct answers means you win two tickets to the game on Saturday. Sound good? Sure. All right, so it's pretty simple. It's 50-50 chance on each question. It's either KSU or TCU. Simple? Okay. All right. Got it. 
All right, question number one, Beth. And this could be football, it can be basketball. Let's start with a football uh, question. Football question <laughs> first. Who won the 2022 Big 12 football championship? Was that KSU or was that TCU? KSU. Hmm. Judges? Nope. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's 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 correct. I messed up on my uh messed yeah, up on my sound no effects. Dinger. There we go. Come on, Dave. I messed it up. Uh, that was nervous. I I wanted her to squirm a little, okay? Yeah. I thought oh, she would yeah. <laughs> Beth Beth, you're one for one. Beth, you're one for one. You're almost there. You're almost in Bramlage on Saturday. Beth, are you a big K State fan? Yes. All right. Have you been to many games this year? Not this year. Okay. Well, we really want to send you to the game on Saturday. So here's question number two. Yes. You're almost there. Okay. Let's, let's, let's go to a basketball question. This is going to be a little tougher. Okay. A little tougher here. Which basketball yes. program has played in more NCAA tournaments? KSU or TCU? KSU. Hmm. Did a lot of research on this yesterday. She said that so was, fast and I, with confidence. With confidence, correct. And I, you know, this was fun to go back and look at the history of these programs because K State has played in 32. You know, right. TCU has been pretty decent off and on here in Big 12 play. The Horn Frogs have only been to 10. Wow. KSU wow. is the correct answer. All righty. Beth, congratulations. Yep, you win the tickets. Uh, You know, we have some time. You know, you went two for two. You want to play just for fun a bonus question? Sure. Because you're on a roll. Well, (laughs) if I were to give you three tickets, that means I only have one left for the uh, second. (laughs) I got got, got a seven-year-old and a four-year-old that would love to go with me. Unfortunately, I'm not allowed to break them up. um, Okay. But... In our hearts, yes. you'll win a third ticket <laughs> if you get this third question. Thank you. All right, uh, let's see here. I was born on the UK State basketball game with the highest attendance, except my mom and I weren't there. Oh. Dang. So you're made for this. <laughs> this is like your yeah. thing. Yeah. All right, yeah. Let's, let's, let's pick out a good one here. All right, here's, here's a good one for you. Um, who has been named Big 12 Coach of the Year more? K-State's Jerome Tang or TCU's Jamie Dixon, KSU or TCU? K-State. Jerome Tang has been named Coach of the Year one time. One time. Last year. Jamie Uh Dixon, a big old zero. All right, Beth, congratulations. You have won the tickets. Hold on. We're going to have Owen take down your information. He'll give you the info uh, as to when you can come pick up the tickets tomorrow. Sound good? Okay, thank you, yes. Congratulations, Beth. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Beth from Manhattan is a winner today. Crushed. Crushed. All the que- and Those were great questions. Uh, she knew him immediately. She wasn't messing around. And that's what I'm glad. Because people go, um, uh, it's like you're Googling it. And she was like, nah, <laughs> I already know. I thought, you know, the, well, the last two, if you were to Google them, and believe me, this took, it took more than 60 seconds sure. to find out these answers. Sure. 
So you can't install for too long. There's a timer on these things. Uh-huh. Uh, but Beth, she knew her stuff. Now, there will be a second game coming up, guys, at 5.30. Yeah! So make sure to get ready to call in and stick around. We have another game of KSU versus TCU. I think we've learned in this first game that K-State is a lot better than TCU. And they have been for a while. For a long time. And I think that would surprise a lot of people. That there are, like, especially our tournament record. I mean, that's crazy. 32 to 10. You know, I just had a question pop into my head. And this, I do not have this down. And I might just throw this out there. Maybe there's somebody out there listening that could find this out for us or maybe already knows. I think I know the answer. But who has the darker shade of purple? It's got to be them. Right. I thought it was K-State. Hmm. Royal purple, I, I believe, is still the color. But I don't know what TCU's official, you know, when you look up colors, yeah, you know, maybe people at Home Depot would know this or something. <laughs> but when you when you have, like, color codes, it's like a bunch of numbers next to each oh, other. Oh, man. It, it, is, it is gibberish to me. I used to do it's that. It's Latin. When I, was, yeah. I worked at Ace Hardware in high school, and I, I would have to do the doop, doop, and then shake it up and stuff. You know, yeah, isn't the the paint machine like when you throw it in the in the bucket, you pound the top and then you shake it up? Isn't that machine wild? It is wild. It's very satisfying, very satisfying. Gets the job done. And, but I and I never had it pop open on me or nothing, and I was so proud of that. I would say I I went ahead and did the research for you. The looking at the codes here it does look like TCU has a slightly darker shade. Really, it does. It's darker, but it's not more royal though. Well, but do you know that. what you're looking at though? You, yeah, so you what look you up the codes. At? You know what you're reading. I, I'm pulled up. I got the RGB codes sitting here right in front of me. Dang. Eighty-one forty, one thirty-six, seventy-seven twenty-five, one twenty-one. This guy plays so. a lot of create a wrestler on video games. <sighs> yeah, baby. I do. And also, I take a lot of pride in making some cool name tags over at work. So anybody who wants the logos on there, I just go ahead and get the team colors, put their name in the same color, make it look real nice. Look at you. That Wow. Real nice. Wow. All right, another pair of tickets can be one playing KSU or TCU at 530. We need to take a break. More of the game is coming up next, including conversation with Jeff Mitty, KSU women's basketball coach, after these words. Could we get a double dose of Sandstorm on Saturday? That would be pretty awesome because there's a doubleheader. Men at 11, TCU, women at 4 against UCF. Are we just are we going to get willy-nilly with Sandstorm? Is that, is that what's going to go on? It's, like- it's been let out of the cage. It's been let out of the cage. We're now joined uh, by K-State women's basketball coach Jeff Mitty. His number seven team of the nation, an extremely tough loss last night. To uh, Iowa State in Ames, double overtime, ninety six to ninety three. Coach, I appreciate your time. I want to open up with the first half of that game because uh, I had to miss it. Uh, I was doing some Valentine's Day related things, and so I missed the first half. But you know, your team was down thirteen. You did fight back, forced overtime, and it was just just a seesaw battle from there on out. But uh, what was the setback in the first half, even with Aoka Lee back in the lineup? Yeah, I think, uh, one, um, she obviously shaken off some rust uh, with her particular injury. There's not a lot of practice time that you're going to get uh, before that. But um, uh, And then defensively, um, we need to do a better job on their three-point shooters. They came out really hot. Um, they uh, shot it well, 5 for 10 from 3 in the first half. Um, and, you know, it's just a combination of things. Um 
I thought Lee got more comfortable as the game went on. I thought uh, uh, her and uh, Audie Crooks had a great battle all night long. Boy, they were letting them. Uh, it was as physical of a game down low as we've seen all year. Or so, um, But I thought Lee did some good things. But uh, the first 20 minutes was, um, you know, for her, um, you know, that was, that was as most contact as she's had in in five weeks or so. When did you find out that she was cleared to play? Um, the day before. And so, so would, would, would have been would have been. I found out there was a, a good chance um, Tuesday before practice, but you know we had to go through practice, right? So. So we went through practice, and then her and I talked afterwards, and she said it felt good, and, and she felt good to go. How did she feel after the game? She still feels fine because she played 33 minutes. I know you, you weren't expecting her to play that much, I would imagine. No, no. we, we You know, they didn't give – been asked us a lot, you know, right, how, minute limitations and – no, uh, my plan was I played her about 10 minutes in the first half. I was trying to get her about two and a half, three minutes of stretch and get her out and trying to give her the medias and those kind of things. Um, but obviously when you go double overtime, I, I asked her after regulation, I said, are you good to go? I said, we got a lot bigger things. And, you know, she's like, I, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> and uh, I asked her again. Uh, so yeah, um, I think she felt okay. I think it was a little sore. Um, this morning it was uh, better though. That was a good thing. Is it was it felt better than it did after the game last night. So I think it's still sore this morning. But um, we we only did uh, rehab and film today, and we'll get back on the floor tomorrow. I mean, she's such a veteran. But you mentioned she hadn't been like you know, in contact that much really over the last five weeks, hadn't had any. And then you have Crooks, who's just this, I, I mean, watching her last night, I was like, remember when she was hitting those shots in overtime, I was like, dang, this gal is kind of on fire right now, can't catch a break. Are, do you want to limit Yoki as much as possible at practice right now? Yeah, yeah, I don't think, yeah, the practices are going to have to be limited for a while. I think, you know, but she's a veteran. Um, gosh, the hook shots she hit, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, that just shows how talented she is, right? I mean, that's a, uh, that's a 10-foot hook shot to send it to, I guess, first overtime, second overtime, whenever. Um, all, the, all the plays are running together now. But um, uh, she doesn't need as many reps as a younger player would need. Um, and so... Uh, I think uh, we'll be limiting her. I would say uh, for the next couple weeks in practice, just so um, just so she's as good as she can be in the game. Were you guys pretty gassed after playing two overtimes? Yeah, I think we were okay. I mean, I you know probably as much just uh, mentally disappointed as, as as anything, you know. So. Um, but yeah, physically, I mean, obviously the, the players put so much effort into the game. Yeah. I think we didn't get back till late. You know, that was almost a three hour game. So we didn't land till uh, after midnight. And, uh, that's why we, uh, came in a little bit later, um, treatment, 
um, kind of a feel-good stretch, and, and we watch some film, and uh, we'll get back at it. So hopefully they get a lot of rest today. Yeah, up next, mentioned it there at the, the beginning of the segment, you got a doubleheader with the men on Saturday. You guys will play the second game, and that's against UCF, and that's a team – you guys played very early in Big 12 play. You won it pretty convincingly. What are your thoughts on the Knights this second time around? This time it's in Manhattan. You know, one of the things, uh, really, they're they're pretty good. Um, you know, they outscored us in the second half there. Now, we ran out on them early in that game, but that was only their second or third Big 12 game. I think third Big 12 game. You know, one of the things that, you know, Mitch, when I – coached at another school and went through five leagues. And I would say this about the four that entered our league. You know, they were in leagues that weren't as good as the Big 12. But when they get in the league, they're going to get better. They're, they're, going, to, they're going to improve. They're going to be faced against really good teams. And I think you're seeing that. BYU has now ran off three or four wins in the last two, three weeks. Uh, we've seen Cincinnati, we've seen Houston do that. UCF has done the same. Uh, they almost beat Baylor at Baylor, and uh, then they went into Texas Tech and won. So it's a really athletic team. It's got the uh, conference's leading score, uh, really good guard. Um, they're a dangerous, dangerous basketball team. Real quick, we actually were just talking about in the prior segment, and it just kind of clicked in my head. You'd be the guy to ask. We. Kind of an odd question here, but you know the men will play TCU on Saturday. Do you know does K State or TCU have the darker shade of purple? <laughs> I don't know that. Um, I don't know that. Um, I um, I should be an experienced purple wearer over my career. And uh, I do not know that. Um, but uh, I would say that uh, uh, what I love about our K-State purple is when you mix in like the lavender with it, I think we've got some character to it that uh, TCU definitely doesn't have. Is your team a big fan of, the, the I believe, their new uniforms this season that has the script Wildcats on it? You know what? They are. They are. I'm a big fan of them. I think they look really clean. I think it looks really good. I, 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 I'm a really big fan of uh, these unis. I wasn't so much of the ones before. They were uh, kind of, yeah. you know, it. it um, I think it was a good idea that just didn't look as good when we got them, you know? I think I know what you're talking about, last year's home uniforms? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Nike had designed those and uh, had some good – had some good intentions to it. It had some things that were related to the region. Um, had like kind of a waving wheat that you couldn't really tell what it was, though. And it just didn't come off. A lot of really good ideas, but um, it just didn't look as good as uh, we thought. I really, uh, I really think these uniforms have been a big improvement. Yeah, there's no doubt with the script. I, I, I could tell that's been some of the more favorite ones to wear now these days. Coach, we got a big one uh, against UCF on Saturday. I'll be there. We'll talk to you after the game. Thank you for your time. Mitch, sounds good. Thank you. That's Jeff Mitty, K-State women's basketball coach on the game. Again, tip-off on Saturday is at 4 o'clock. Pre-game coverage at 3.30 here on K-Man. The K-State men have the first game. Was sold out. I believe they've actually opened up a few uh, GA tickets that can go be uh, picked up. Um, 
And that's, again, 11 a.m. for that tip-off pregame coverage at 10 a.m. Breakfast basketball here on News Radio KMAN. A timeout, and, uh, well, Owen and I were talking about this a little bit earlier, but details on something I there's nothing more I'm looking forward to this summer than this particular item, and we got a little more info <laughs> on that particular item. Has to do with gaming. I'm a big gamer. That's next. Pitchers and catchers reported yesterday, huh? Wow. Neat. I'm Very way true. more interested in, in K-State baseball than anything else this summer. Uh, when it comes to baseball. Fair. Yeah. Can't blame you. What else I'm looking forward to this summer? EA Sports, college football, 2025. The video game is back after a 12, what, 12-year 12 hiatus? Yeah, is that picked, right? Yeah, I picked this music for a reason. It was a good day because we got the teaser. Uh, they put out a teaser trailer Smart. earlier today that didn't have any gameplay in it. It was, I don't know who this guy is. Maybe I should know who he is. But was basically had a sewing machine at the 50-yard line of the Rose Bowl. He had a bunch of jerseys out there. Basically, you know, representing the making of the game. Had some, like, mascot stuff in there. And then I, I was teased because I'm looking forward to this game so, so much. I used to buy every game that would come out in July. Uh, when I was a teenager, when I was a kid, you know, and uh, we found out earlier today, also part of the teaser trailer as well was like, hey, we read your guys' tweets, your messages, your social media posts about how you thought we are full of crap. This game isn't going to come out because it got delayed a year. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, the best games get delayed. Red Dead Redemption 2. Whew. Grand Theft Auto. They, they were all delayed a long time. Waited a long time for those games. Those are Rockstar games. That is typical Rockstar delay. That always happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, But EA Sports did delay college football video game. The new one for this summer to come out in 2025 is supposed to be out last year. Did not. We are actually going to get a full reveal of the game coming up in May. And, you know, I'm a gamer. Video games aren't for quote-unquote losers anymore. No. Video games... Gaming is mainstream. Mm-hmm. 100%. I would guess, because it's very competitive now, like there are champ- there are world championships depending on the video game, streamers. There was one streamer, I remember reading about this, that on his best day, on his best hour, he can make twenty five grand an hour. Jeez. Oh, my God. Because he's that good with the endorsements, the product placement. At, on his best day, was making twenty five grand an hour. Wow! Yeah, I go out on a limb and say, if you don't play video games now, you're the loser. There's a very ooh, few athletes. There are very few athletes out there that don't game. Very few of them. Um, every facility you see now around college athletics have gaming systems in there, ready to be played at any moment. Doesn't whenever you want. Play the latest video games. K State baseball has an Xbox. They have a PlayStation Four. Ready to go to play. I, I saw earlier they had a UCF ga- a UFC game in there. They had a Madden or whatever. The show was in there for sure. Um, this is going to be huge. Huge. Because of NIL, you're going to have name, image, and likeness represented in this video game. Don't know. I, I know this was a big issue. We thought this would be delayed because 
so would college athletes want more money? Would like a Caleb Williams, you know, or that status of player want more money because of this video game? This is at the heart of the NIL discussion. Yeah. This is the why, the why we even have it. I think you could argue that this is why this everything is why. happened the uh-huh. way it did. Uh-huh. This summer, guys, we'll have a college football video game. Yeah! And I will probably miss a few days of work. Good for you. Maybe we can play it during the show. Live tournament. Hey, you're in charge. That could be just a full week of shows. Yes! I couldn't think of something more entertaining during yeah. the dog days of summer. All right, anyway, hour two of the game, K-State football win total over under and more tickets to give away for K-State hoops. Your local news right now.